Hello friends, my name is Coffee Cup and welcome back to my bullshit. Today we are going to be reading To Protect the Family by Silver Mist Anime Lover. This is a Encanto fic and the tags are Bruno's Visions, Bruno Madrigal Leaves After Mirabel Madrigal's Gift Ceremony, Bruno Madrigal Needs a Hug, He's Like a Kicked Puppy. <laughs> Bruno leaves to protect Mirabel, Bruno's departure, emotional hurt comfort, the comfort isn't actually in this one, but it'll come in about 10 years, no beta, we die like casita, author doesn't speak Spanish, and I wrote this in an hour. Um, Silver Mist Anime Lover is one of my favorite authors on AO3, I 100% recommend to read all of their fics if you haven't already. And just a disclaimer that this is the first um, Encanto fic they have wrote and they just got into the fandom three days ago. They put that in the author's note. And there is no romance in this. And they specialize in platonic and familial, familial, familial relations. <laughs> so let's get into it. And by the way, this is a one shot. Bruno shook his head as he stared at the prophecy table that glowed in his hands. It didn't take a genius to see that the little girl in standing in before the cracks in Casita was little Mirabelle. It was rare to have a prophecy that was undecided, one that could change or alter like this one. But he knew how it would look, because he was Bruno, and no matter what he did, he always people always assumed the worst. He knew that nobody would, could see his vision. Nobody would know, especially not his mother. He knew that she wouldn't hurt M little Mirabelle. He hoped she wouldn't. But if she, his mother saw this, she would blame her, fear her. And Bruno knew firsthand how much of a monster fear made people become. Even if Mirabelle wasn't kicked out of the family, she would never be a part of it always blaming herself, always feared. He couldn't let that happen, he wouldn't. He had to go to his mother to get her to drop the subject of his vision. He couldn't lie, he was awful at it. Even little Camilo was better than him. And he was about as good as keeping secrets as Dolores. But if he could get his mother to understand that this was a prophecy better left unknown, then things would be fine. The tablet in his hands stared at him mockingly. His eyes darted to the bookcase full of visions and he bit his lip. No one can ever see this. He decided, letting it slip through his fingers and shatter against the stone. He, he would come back later to clean it up and properly hide the pieces. Maybe bury them in random locations across the Encanto. He tucked at his favorite Ruana around his shoulders, a little more lightly as he left the vision cave, triggering one of the many secret passageways to enter his bedroom. It was small, but he liked tight quarters. Large spaces made him feel ex exposed and vulnerable. He smiled as his rats greeted him. His bed was tucked up against one corner, a small bookshelf with, just within arm's reach. 
decorated with scrapbooks of his, him and his sisters and their kids. Photos are strewn across the room and he sat heavily on his bed as he picked up one of his favourites. He was holding Mirabelle, it was, taking a, it was taken a week before her ceremony. She looked so happy, dressed in a smaller version of his Ruana, as one of Bruno's rats stood up from her hair. He was, his fav- he was her favourite uncle, and though she- he'd never tell anyone, she was his favourite Sabrina. Sorry, I don't speak Spanish, I'm probably pronouncing that horribly. There was just something so bright about the girl that chased away all of the dark thoughts. She made him feel like it was okay to be himself, to be part of the family, as he was, and not as who his mother wanted him to be. I'll protect you, Mirabelle, he whispered. You won't be blamed for this. Nobody will know. He took a deep breath and squared his shoulders, setting the picture down before grabbing his usual salt pouch and placing it in his pocket. His knuckles wrapped gently on the wooden bed frame. Knock, 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 knock on wood. The stairs were horrible to climb down as usual. They seemed to grow new steps every week. It was almost like the more he resented his power, the taller they climbed. He paused for a moment as the dried up oasis at the base. When he first opened his door 35 years ago, it had been a wonderful desert oasis paradise with his vision cave just three steps up. There had been trees, ferns, and all sorts of plants. He had even strung up a hammock and camped out by the waters with his sisters when they were younger. Julieta had been a bit jealous, honestly. Her bedroom was something like a chef's dream, but it certainly wasn't as relaxing as Bruno's was as it used to be. But during his teenage years, the water started to dry up. Now they were entirely gone, and the sand started filling in the old watering hole. Bruno felt something in his heart hurt at the scene. Shaking himself from his thoughts, he climbed up the stairs to the main entrance of his room, an hourglass-shaped hole from which spilled a waterfall of sand. He pressed the hidden switch to open the sand curtains, stepping in before they could close on him. His room was full of secrets, hidden passageways and switches that he enjoyed discovering in his youth. He stopped just outside his door, turning to stare at the brightly shimmering gold, golden glow. Even his image frowned at him. Now. He wondered if it always had. Turning his attention back towards his goal, his mother was waiting for him, and his sisters and their husbands in the main room. How's Mirabel? he said, eyes flitting towards Julieta. He noted the way his mother zeroed in on him, and his usual sandy appearance. Something they knew meant that he completed a vision. I've just put her to bed. Julieta wrung her hands. She hasn't cried yet, but she's so confused. Even Casita seemed to be sad for her. Peppa placed a hand on her, on their shoulder, sister's shoulder, a small drizzle dr- raining down on her. 
it'll be okay. We'll figure this out. Gift or no gift, Mirabel is still a part of this family. Bruno. His mother's voice made him stiffen. What did you see? Very non-confrontational person. But this wasn't something he could just run away from. He had to be clear. I... I won't tell you. Movement stopped at the quiet admission. He felt his sister's shock as he, they realised he was refusing their mother's request, something he had never had the courage to do before. Even their mother stopped for a short moment. I'm sorry? My vision. It's better left unknown. He averted his gaze, unable to stare into those eyes full of disappointment and growing anger. Please... Don't bring it up again. Bruno, we need to know if the magic is in danger. His mother argued, voice rising. You have to tell me what you saw. I can't. He grit his teeth. It's better if no one body sees it. Bruno, Julietta's soft whisper had him glancing up to see her concerned gaze. It felt, he felt something pierced in his heart. Bruno! His mother's sharp voice made him flinch. You must tell me. It's my vision. He argued, voice wavering with a nauseating mix of frustration, anger and anxiety. I decide who gets to know. I am your mother. Her voice took on a flame of anger. You will tell me. I won't. Bruno was starting to yell. Anger and frustration overwhelming his anxiety in a way he hadn't experienced since he was a teenager. You may be my mother, but I am more than my gift. This is about the magic I need to know. Beyond the anger, he could see a shine of desperation in her eyes. The same gleam he had seen as a child when his mother cradled the candle in the dead night and sobbed to a father he had never known. Please, Bonito for the family. Bruno felt like he had been slapped. He, she knew that the family was what mattered most to him. But how was he supposed to explain that this was for the family? He knew the look in, in he knew looking into her eyes that he couldn't keep this secret if she kept pushing. He had never been good at keeping secrets. None of them had. I won't! Nobody will see that vision. He swallowed his anxiety as his anger settled down into a smouldering heat rather than the spitting flames it had been. I'd soon rather leave than let you see it. His word, words echoed in the sudden silence of the room. It was something Bruno had never threatened before. Leaving the family. The thought of leaving the family was terrifying to him. The words had been spoken out of anger and frustration rather than conviction. He wasn't serious about leaving, not really, but he needed her to understand how serious he was about dropping this topic and letting his vision stay in the shadows of the unknown where it belonged. But something in his mother's eyes hardened into steel. If you leave this house, you're dead to me. Bruno felt his breath leave his lungs. His sisters recoiled like they'd been hit with a hailstorm, storm, and Peppa's thundered th 
thunder rumbling was the only thing that filled the silence. For a moment, Bruno felt like he was looking in at the scene from someone else's eyes. He felt detached and removed from everything. It was, to him, the final proof of what his mother thought of him. A fear he'd had since he was young, but something he had never had the courage to confirm. He lowered his gaze to hide the tears shining in his eyes, a bitter scoff of belief falling from his lips. Sometimes I wish I was, he whispered. Confession was almost as loud as the thunder. His darkest thoughts finally finding a voice for the first time in his life. He shot his mother an accusatory look through the fringes of his curls. Maybe you'd be happier that way. There was an odd satisfaction that came from seeing her flinch away, as if burnt. Brew, maybe we should take some time to cool off. Juliet attentively spoke up, shooting Bruno a deeply concerned look. We can talk over this tomorrow, after we had some time to get our emotions in check. It was only now that Bruno realized that Papa had created a small hurricane in the room. In his anger and curse, he hadn't noticed the fr frigid rain and hail that pelted him. He clenched his jaw and nodded refusing to say another word as he spun and retreated to his room, hearing the others do the same. He shut his door, tears finally leaking out of his eyes as he leaned back against it. Sliding to the floor, he was trembling like a relief in a tornado. What happened hadn't felt real. It was like some twisted nightmare. Never had he refused to tell his mother about the vision when he, she asked, so he knew he, she'd be angry. But he hadn't expected her to say that. He pulled up his knees to his chest for a moment as he let his emotions wash over him, her words echoing in his mind like a mocking stream. He was so lost in his thoughts that he almost didn't hear his sister's voice outside his door. Julie, maybe we should let him be. Peppa's voice was soft as he accentuated with the quiet rumble of thunder. It looked pretty upset. Peppa, you heard what he said. I don't want him to be alone right now. Bruno pinched the bridge of his nose to stave off the headache that was pounding away. Sure, he'd said that sometimes he wished he was dead, but he wasn't about to act on it. His sisters had every right to worry, but now he didn't really want to see anyone. We'll talk to him tomorrow, Peppa insisted. Let him have time to gather his thoughts. You know Mama's gonna ask again. Julietta's words spent, sent a spike of panic through him. I know, Peppa sighed. And as much as I hate to say it, maybe she's right. If this vision is her hurting her manito this much, he shouldn't keep it to himself. It's his choice, Julietta argued. Come on, let's take this elsewhere. I don't want someone to overhear. Bruno listened to the sound of retreating footsteps with a feeling of hollow devastation. Tomorrow he would be ganged up, up by his mother and his sisters, maybe even his brothers-in-law. 
all of them against him. He would stand no chance of keeping his secret, of protecting his Sabrina. Sabrina? I don't know. His words echoed in his mind. I'd sooner rather leave than let you see it. He hadn't meant it. He would never leave willingly. But to protect his family? To protect Mirabel? Bruno set his jaw determinedly and climbed to his feet, sweeping up his way up several secret passageways to his room, shoving the necessities into a bag and slinging it over his shoulder. Something within him simultaneously hardened and shattered. As someone who could see the future, he became very good at predicting possible outcomes to current actions. If anyone learned about the vision, they would get back to his mother, and if she found out, Mirabel would be never treated like a member of this family again. She would be feared, perhaps even scorned or hatred. Hated. There are two options open to him now. To take Mirabel away, something he couldn't do to his sister because it would break her heart, or remove himself from the equation. He was the only person who knew about the vision. If they wanted him to, if they wanted to know, they need Bruno. So, if there was a, no Bruno, there was no way to get to the vision. His door wouldn't let anyone in that didn't want in. He didn't want in. It was something that they discovered as teenagers. Someone tried to enter Bruno's room when he didn't want them to. His doorknob would turn into sand, giving them no way to grip it. Every room had a mechanism like that. He paused just outside his bedroom door, bags slung over his shoulders. He placed a hand over the hourglass etched into the wood, making a mental list of people to keep out. Julietta, his mother, Peppa, Felix, Dolores, everyone. He let his hand fall and he walked into the hallway, taking one last look at the door behind him in, his, in its golden glow. The tiles at his feet clattered softly, questioningly, as if asking him where he was going. Bruno wasn't sure, but he answered the house softly in a whisper. I'm leaving to protect them, to protect her. The tiles shuddered as he noticed the way of the glow at his door abruptly went out. For a moment he panicked. A door had never gone dark like that. Was this Casita's way of acknowledging his leaving the family? The whole house gave an almost mournful groan. Something heavy settled upon Bruno's shoulders. There was no going back now. For Mirabel. He had to stay strong. But where would he go? He never left the Encanto before. He had no way to he had no way to get over those towering mountains that kept him safe for forty years. As if fearing his thoughts, Casita's tiles ripped rippled quietly, leading him to a picture frame next to Dolores's door. The frame swung out as if on hinges. 
and revealed a d large hole in the wall. Bruno's w eyes widened. He didn't want have to leave. He could protect Mirabelle without leaving. He carefully stepped through, eyes widening as he realized that this was within the walls of Casita. He ran his fingers over the exposed wooden beams, following the stairs and passageways until he came to a fair-sized room. Thank you, Casita, he whispered. He would need some furniture, but that could come later. He would take what the family didn't need, things they threw away, and the like. He watched over them from here, in the shadows. They would thrive without him. Mirabel would grow up a part of the family now that his vision was a factor in this. And when the time came that the magic did die, he would help Mirabel. However, he could from the safety of his walls, unseen and unnoticed. Bruno would disappear without a trace and his family would be fine. He ignored the tears that fell down his cheeks as he picked up one of the rats. The family would be fine. He would manage. And so would they. Bruno's eyes traced the cracks that had formed on the inside of the walls. He would fix that. He could mend what he could from here. Let's see how to make spackle.